What's up, podcast? My name is Jimmy Patterson, and welcome to the first episode of TrueCast. I want to start off by saying how much I love the green industry and everything that the internet has done for it. Um, I started out as a 13-year-old watching B&B Lawn Care on YouTube and, and kind of deciding what I wanted to do with my life. And I kind of, through watching YouTube videos for hours and hours on end, I kind of stumbled upon the lawn care side of it um landscape industry and uh, i've been hooked ever since so i want to say how much i love the um what basically what the internet's done for this industry i'm in a lot of community facebook groups for lawn care and landscape business owners um just like i said youtube is a great tool to learn and and just i guess drown out your your saturday night or whatever it may be just watching people stripe up some lawns so um, everything that, that this industry has done with the GIE Expo and all those things, I've, I've had a great time there. And um, I just love the, the industry and the camaraderie within the industry, especially with meeting people across the country and even across the world that are in the same industry and share the passion for, for the lawn care and, and landscape industry. Um, so overall, for this podcast, I'd love to share my experiences in business. I own a company called Truescape LLC. Uh, we're an outdoor service provider in Pennsylvania. Um, I'd like to share some of the, the mistakes and lessons I've learned along the way. This is my second business now. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about my first business and kind of my experience in the industry a little bit later or in another episode. Um, and overall, I'd like to share my journey along the way because I'm certainly not an expert and I'm not perfect in this business. And I learn millions of things every day about how I want to structure the business and change uh, the way we operate to become more efficient and uh, run a more tight ship. So overall for me, I've been in the industry for 10 years now. Uh, three of that has been running the, uh, the business side of it, but and I also worked seven years for other companies. Um, so even with that, I was not just an employee at those places. I was studying. I was kind of um, keeping an eye on the the employees and how, how the management treated the employees and that kind of thing and different policies and, and how those businesses ran and what I liked and didn't like. So uh, secretly I was taking notes and, and deciding how I wanted to run my own business through those years. And part of that was in, in college. I originally had planned to go to um, school for supply chain management. I was going to go into the corporate world uh, and then through working for companies and just falling in love with, with the industry, I slowly uh, changed my mind to open up my own lawn and landscape company. So uh, I've worked for a couple different larger companies. I worked for a company that had uh, 20 or more crews that went out every day. I was an intern for that company, actually. Um, so I was with every single crew. I kind of saw how how the uh, the dynamic was between employees and and how they felt about the company and that kind of thing. So it really helped me to kind of see on the management side of it how I needed to act or how I needed to make decisions and how that really affected the employee morale and and the the overall um, I guess the the feel of the employees for the the management and the company. Um, but my first business we can talk about was called Patterson Property Services. I started that out solo. Uh, just <laughs> picked up a mower. I actually bought a Skag V-Ride. Um, I went into debt for that mower, and I still have that mower to this day. And um, I think that was one of the best things I've done to start my business. Um, I ended up buying a pickup truck and, a, and then put a, a trailer on a credit card. And I had uh, some crappy 
trimmers and, and blowers and handheld blower. And uh, I started advertising on Facebook. I started talking to my neighbors and little by little, I built a business out of it. Um, I had some hardscape ex experience, so I did a little bit of that kind of stuff. And I just did anything in this under the sun. Um, but I'll save that for another episode and we can talk about digging deep into that business and, and why I am where I am today. Um, so now, like I said, I own a company called Truescape. I'm the co-owner. Uh, it's a 50-50 partnership. My business partner's name is Shane, and he also kind of was in the same boat as I was that we both had our own separate companies, had a lot of work coming in, and we couldn't find good help, which isn't really true. That's what we say. We definitely could have found good help, but we found each other, and uh, uh, it definitely has has been a truly a blessing to me. I've truly, as a Christian, I believe God led me to Shane and uh, created this partnership. Um, in the past, I've always heard, don't get into partnerships, don't do it. And um, we're not far into it, but I can say it's been a success so far. And as long as you communicate and you really know the intentions of your your partner, it, it is possible to make it happen. Um, so we, um, as a team, as a partnership, we write down our goals. We talk about our goals. Um, we also have high hopes and dreams for the company and and I think discussing that on a regular basis is very important as well. Um, so in the future, we'd love to be able to be a decent sized company so that we can provide jobs for our employees and, and money that they can provide for their families. And I'd love to create a company culture where they enjoy to come to, they enjoy coming to work um, and truly feel proud to work for a company like, like we are. Um, and I, we, I think our biggest goal is to provide outdoor solutions for residential and commercial customers alike. Uh, right now, we're probably about 90% residential and 10% commercial. We have a few commercial properties and really looking to build that in the future. Um, commercial, residential, that can be a podcast all on its own. Um, so I'll, I'll make a note of that maybe for some future episodes. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to um, share, I guess, how how um, easy it is to be influenced by others in the industry as well. Uh, I know, especially like I talked about earlier uh, with the the social media and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, and we're constantly on our phones and surrounded by all these other lawn and landscape companies, and we see how everybody does it, which can be a blessing, but it can also be a curse, I feel, um, because you compare yourself and you start comparing yourself to these other companies, and then you want to be these companies, you want to buy equipment that maybe doesn't um, suit your business well. And that kind of thing. Um, so in our business, we are very on, uh, very active on Instagram. We see all these companies with skid loaders, mini excavators, forestry mulchers, uh, doing hardscape jobs, doing lawn and landscape work, doing grading, site preparation, excavation, doing huge commercial properties down to tiny pushmo residentials. And we want to do it all as a, as a business because we get excited um, as a partnership. And we, we share these things with each other on Instagram at night. And uh, we see all this cool machinery. And, and that's one big thing about me and my business partners. We, we love machinery and we always have since we were young children. So we want to, every piece of equipment we see, we want to own it. We want to run it. We want to fit it into our business somehow. And I think it's important for us. And we've talked about it where we take a step back and, and having those goals, like I mentioned is, is very important to us because that'll keep us focused on where we want to be as a business. Um, 
<laughs> you see money everywhere you go in, in lawn care and, and landscape work and softscapes and maintenance and um, renovations, ripouts, reinstall installations, design, build work. You see hardscape, retaining walls, patios, that kind of thing. And, and I've done it all and I've, I've been decent at it all and I have the knowledge base to do it all. And it's hard to not not want to um i guess it's i guess i should say it's hard to 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 narrow it down and find that niche where you really are profitable um we've been kind of kicking around the idea back and forth of of a couple different services and we've offered these services and we thought about advertising more with them um specifically like we've been kicking around the idea of getting big into hardscape work because the one of the companies i worked for for a couple of years um, I gained the knowledge how to do patios and retaining walls and, and hardscape features. Um, so I have that knowledge and there's a lot of money to be made in it, but I think it's just um, recently we've discovered that it's not the right choice for our company, even though we can do it, we're capable of doing it. I think it would require a huge investment as far as even just plate tampers and laser levels and, and all, all the tools necessary, excavators, skid loaders, um, trucks and equipment required to, to get carry pavers and heavy loads and, and all those materials in and out. Um, and by no means am I saying we're not capable of doing it or renting the equipment or making it happen. I just think the more we discuss it, the more we realize that our focus needs to be on a certain niche category of products and services. Um, we definitely, we, we cut grass, which is Two out of the five days a week, we we have about fifty um, accounts, mostly residential. I, like I said, a couple commercial um, lawn care, lawn maintenance accounts. Um, so we definitely enjoy that. Um, like I said before, I, I enjoy seeing stripes in the lawn, and especially with our skags, we like to get out there and leave our properties looking really nice. Um, so I don't think that's something we'll ever get out of. I know a lot of guys want to get out of the lawn side of it because they say it's not profitable. Um, I've been doing a lot of listening to Corey Ballard's podcast, uh, The Green Grind, and he talks a lot about how he's been profitable with Perfect Cut um, and selling just lawn maintenance. And it is possible um, to be profitable. I think you just need to know your numbers and, and know where you need to be, um, work on the route density and that kind of thing. Um, like I said, it is pro po possible to be profitable. You just need to know where you're at. And like he always says, you never need to be afraid to say no if something doesn't fit into your route or um, your pricing structure or whatever that may be. And I will say we're definitely as a company more expensive than our competitors. Um, I haven't really been able to evaluate percentage wise how much higher we are, but we are considerably higher price wise because we, we provide that value for our customers in um, reliability, communication, knowledge. <laughs> you see guys everywhere scalping lawns because they just think, oh, knock it down and that's done. But we know that, um, especially in the heat of the summer, it's important to cut at least four inches or higher for our cool season lawns. And we know the proper best management practices for turf grass in our area. So we're able to provide that value to our customers, whether they see it or not. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Some people just want their grass mode and don't care. And we might not be the company for those people if they're not willing to pay what, what we value our services at. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is just knowing what services you're able to be profitable in. Focusing on a select few services is a big thing because, like I said, we wanted to do hardscape, maybe do some land clearing, some excavation, some retaining walls, water features, you name it. And there's a lot of companies that, that are successful out there doing that. 
Um, however, I think the more you do, the more difficult it is to manage and really evaluate the numbers when you're doing hundreds of different services and you can't even keep up with what you offer. So saying no is very important when it comes to that kind of thing. Even if you're capable of it, um, even if you have the machinery for it, sometimes it's better to stick to that that key area of 10 services or whatever it may be that you offer. Uh, we're, we do a lot of lawn or landscape maintenance. Um, so we'll come and re-edge all the beds, mulch, uh, pull some weeds, that kind of thing. Basic services that really aren't that hard to learn. Um, but we pride ourselves in, in delivering the value of a, a really near perfect job. Um, our edges are always nice and straight and deep and <clears throat> our mulch is nice and smooth. We don't just throw it down and leave. So we're able to provide that value to customers uh, year in and, and year out. Um, they're able to rely on us knowing every year we're going to come and do the mulch. Um, so we're trying to build that customer base right now to the point where we can just give customers a heads up instead of even having an estimate that they need to approve or anything like that. Um, we can just say, hey, we're coming to do the mulch in April next year and as we're planning throughout the winter. And we already have 10, 10 or so of those jobs lined up for for April, um, just remulching, weeding and edging. And, and I think we're, we're able to provide all the maintenance services for customers. And we're, we're trying to build packages for customers where they pay a, a flat rate every month and they get, they get mulch weeding services, lawn, lawn services. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we're trying to build and it's going to take some time, but I, I truly believe that it's something that we will be very profitable in and it's predictable, which is good. So we're not going to have to constantly be going out and giving estimates to people who probably don't have the money anyway and are just trying to get some free knowledge from you. So that being said, that's another area where we're trying to improve our business. Um, and we're growing very quickly this year. We probably, we, as, as a company, as a partnership, we've doubled in size from our previous individual past companies. So I own Patterson Property Services. And I think we've, we're probably four times the size now that I was whenever I was solo, just mowing some lawns and doing some landscape work. I did a couple patios here and there thinking that that I could handle it. Um, and I really couldn't. Um, I got them done, and I, but I was nowhere near profitable on them. And I definitely didn't know my numbers or know where I needed to be to be profitable. So um, this year we've calculated it down to the penny what it costs to run our business um so we know how much we need to put away to save for tires on trucks or registration all of that stuff down to the penny is calculated um, we know what our overhead is and what we need to make and sometimes that requires us to say no to certain jobs or um, have a minimum for for landscape work um, so there's there's a lot of things that we do that a lot of companies don't do which some of our customers are shocked at sometimes but I think once we're able to explain the value that we provide as a company and kind of the culture that we have as a company, um, people start to come around and understand that that we're worth worth the money that we charge and the experience that they're going to have with us is a lot more pleasant than most companies in our area. I think I'm going to wrap it up here, um, but I wanted to thank everybody for listening. I know I was kind of all over the place, but I tried to give myself – um, a little outline of, of a background of my life and, and kind of where I come from as as the host of this podcast. Like I said, I'm no expert by any means, but I definitely have been around enough um, to share some of my experiences and, and share my views on a lot of things. So um, if you listen to this, thank you. I appreciate any shares or reviews. I know this is just the first one and it's a little rough, so bear with me. Um, hopefully things will get better along the way. 
Um, hopefully I can get some guests on here or at least um, while I'm out and about in my business life, hopefully write down some notes that I can talk about and share with you guys. Um, so thanks for watching and be sure to subscribe so that you can hear the next one and hopefully listen to me get better and better over time. Um, hopefully I can get some good microphones and some good things set up here so that I can make the production quality go up a little bit. Um, but overall, I appreciate you guys watching. I'd love to kind of be part of this industry as um, not necessarily an industry celebrity by any means, but I'd like to, I'd like to be able to, to be, um, on the same level as Brian's lawn maintenance or, or B&B lawn care or Caleb Allman even. Um, I, I love being able to share the value that, that I can with my business and share some knowledge along the way, especially for people that are starting out so that they don't make the same mistakes that I did. Um, so I'll discuss some things. I'll have some different topics along each episode. Um, Hopefully I can get some recorded and put them out pretty often. I think that's one of the keys of being a successful podcast is, is putting out content pretty often so that people can kind of keep up with you and, and understand um, your thoughts and, and, and views on certain things and issues of the industry. So thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to end it here and hope you all have a great week, month, year, whatever it may be, um, and just keep on grinding.